Hello and welcome. It is a new year. It is a new podcast. The uh, what the hell's name of our podcast? I should probably know that. We're going to start this over because I just blanked on the I blanked on the name of our podcast. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Leave this in. Leave it in. All right. Well, cold cold open, baby. Let's go. Cold open, indeed. Supermax podcast. I am Jared. I am here with Jared. The other Jared. The other Jared. There are two of us, and we have a special guest today. Esfandiander, Esfandier, I can, we're going to call him S because that's where he goes by his own podcast. I just said it right before. And then uh, Barahini, uh, the lead NBA reporter, STPN Sports. Welcome. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you having me on. You actually killed the pronunciation pre-recording. It was perfect. And And I completely fucked it up when I hit record. Like I've done the entire podcast, the first 30 seconds have just been a complete (laughs) shit show. Um, thank you so, for having me on. Appreciate yeah, that. thank you for joining. So, uh, this is an annual thing that we do here. Um, we are going to jump into our worst contracts podcast. Now, in the past, what we've done, it's been just me and Jared doing this, and we have counted down our top 10 from 10 to 1, throw some honorable mentions out there. But having a third person on for this one, we are going to draft. We're going to do six rounds. Each person will get uh, six players at the end of this. And uh, we'll we'll see uh, how everything lines up and what our thoughts are. Um, we're going to jump right into it. Yeah, since you're uh, the guest, we're going to have yes. you first pick. Let's go. Okay. I will say ahead of time that I suck at this game. So you guys have an edge on me for sure. I No, honestly, it was difficult because I was looking at the contracts and I'm like, well, there's a way that could end up being a good contract, you know, or, hey, they're playing better now, you know, compared to when, you know, this might have been a bad contract. But, okay, number one on my board, this I feel like might be an undisputed number one, Bradley Beal. Uh, yep. Oh, years. look at this. We all got yeah, that like, one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There we go. We got it. Uh, three years, $160 million. The final year being a player option of $57 million at 33 years old. Add on the fact that he has the no trade clause still. So he can dictate wherever he ends up going, whatever he ends up doing. So yeah, Bradley Beal, especially with the back problems flaring up. You're like, yep. I don't know how that's going to look in a couple of years. So Brad Beal. That's contract. number one thing for me was like he can't stay healthy. I mean, how many games have he, Durant, and um, and Devin Booker played together? I think two maybe this yeah, year. Yeah, two. But, yeah, they played last night for the second time. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's we're we're what almost forty games in the season. That's the fact that they want to play together twice is alarming. Uh, Jared, you also agree with this one as you should. If I'm paying somebody fifty million dollars or more, you better have an MVP or a ring. He's got neither. And yeah. This thing has legs. This is a long contract, and I cannot fathom a team intentionally taking that on. Uh, I can't believe the Wizards got rid of him. I yeah. can't either. It's 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 baffling. Um, but Although they the try. Wizards, you know, the, the Wizards have another. You know, I'm sure we'll get into in a bit of another bad contract. They're not <laughs> as bad as Bradley Beal, though. You're right. Not as bad as Bradley Beal. Um, no, but I think, uh, this is something that I've heard Bill Simmons refer to it's new owner syndrome where they just want to go out and try to make the biggest splashiest play. And that's why, um, guys help me out. What's the son's owner's name? I just blanked on it. Matt Ishbia. Matt Ishbia. Ishbia, Thank you. He went out and made the trade for Kevin Durant, like literally days after acquiring this team. And then the first off season goes out, tries to get Bradley Beal to make another splashy play. So, I mean, I get it from that mindset, but then you're also locked in for 
over 200 million when you really look at it because there's no way he's declining that player option and if he does he's an idiot it's just funny because if you look at the highest played highest paid player this this year it's steph curry kd nikola Jokic, joel Embiid, lebron james and then bradley beal which is just like what it makes perfect sense to me i don't know why we're even questioning this this is obvious (laughs) to me (laughs) yeah all right so we all agree bradley beal's number one jared i think i know you're gonna go with it number two but let's uh let's let you take that. Uh this is gonna be snake, right? This is a snake, yeah. Okay. I have to go with this guy because if I wasn't going to take him at two, you're going to take him at three. Zion Williamson. Oh yeah. Ooh, All right. Nice. That's not who let I me, was gonna t- okay. That's let me just thought. read out some stats. He's making thirty-four million dollars this year to be a disappointment. He's being paid $36 million next year, 39, 42, 44 in the year 2028. I know there were jokes about him being the next Greg Odin, but this is him being the next Greg Odin for an even sadder reason. Not just because it's like a regular injury. It's like a weird confluence of like, Injury slash like weight problem slash mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. I don't want to play Ben Simmons yeah. syndrome. I think the NBA, I've said it before and I'll say it again until I, the day I die. They should have conspired and rigged the draft and sent him to New York to boost the ratings and get him energized because sending him to the worst market in the league to the <laughs> maybe the most nothing team in the league is such like a waste. You get him with you get him on the on the Knicks, and then you miss the second chance where you had RJ and Cam Reddish, you could have gotten them. Nah. Chip sailed. Chip sailed. Wait, so as a Knicks fan, you really want Zion Williamson? For the right price. I don't know. I don't like these numbers, but if, like, his contract were to somehow be voided because of, like, overeating, then maybe we can get him on a discount. But I don't want to pay him $45 million in the year 2028. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, we don't even know if he's going to be playing in 2028. The trajectory right now, he may be out of the league just because he can't stay healthy. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not a lack of talent. The talent is absolutely there, but uh, just uh, completes uh, an ability to uh, take if, care of your own body. If the Pelicans were to call you tomorrow and say Julius Randle for Zion Williamson swap straight up, even if the money doesn't work, I don't know if it works. But um, yeah, would you do it? You know what's funny? I would if the Pelicans included some draft stuff. Okay, just to take on the contract. I'm, I'm How many... to, to get off Julius Randle. Like, that's not a blow to me. Like, I don't care. Right, yeah. In fact, I'm the kind of guy that for all the teams I root for, I'm willing to, like, give up everything we have to get, like, someone who will actually lead us to the chip. So you got to be, like, a top, top, top echelon dude, and I'm willing to like, sacrifice everything for that. So I'm not like precious about like Julius Randle or or anything, but right. Uh, how many picks? You how many the deal? How many? How many first? How many pick swaps were you talking about to to? Do you think make it worthwhile? You got to give me two, two? first. Yeah, you got to make it worth my while. Okay. Interesting. That's yeah, that's that's rough. I'm uh, willing to I'm willing <laughs> to roll the tough. dice. I'm willing to gamble, but like, as it stands currently. One of the worst contracts in the league. Go back to that draft. We everybody was talking about him as being a generational talent, and and now we're like, well, 
for Julius Randle, you have to throw in a couple of firsts as well as Zion to to make this happen. That's tough. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually had him number three on my board um, because there's one guy who I thought Jared may have number one, who he didn't even we hasn't been mentioned yet. He is currently on the trade block. He's very unhappy with the team he's on, and he signed a massive extension recently. Uh, was it last off season? I believe it was last off season. Zach Levine. Uh, oh, right. Currently, uh, right. forty yes. million this year, forty three next year, forty five uh, the year after, and a twenty six, twenty seven as a player option for almost forty nine million dollars. Now, nice. There, <laughs> if I have that contract, not nice. Uh, if I'm Zach Levine, very nice. Um, I, 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 what if we're looking at a winning team, right? We're looking at a championship caliber team. I don't see Zach Levine as being any better than the third best option on a championship team at best, honestly. Yeah, at best. That, that's 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 the best case scenario. Or if you, you know, uh, complete theoretical here, you have uh, a Steph Curry playing in his prime. You have Nikola Jokic and then you have Zach Levine as your third option because of the other two. I think you can win. And he's just, you know, helping every now and then. Uh, but I just I can't see Zach Levine being a key piece on any championship team. Uh, I remember when this contract happened, Jared kind of lost his mind. Um, and very fair. One of the worst contracts in the league. I had that number two actually behind Bradley Beal. I think that's fair, to be honest with you. I had it at three. Uh, I have one player ahead of him. But, uh, I man, ultimately with Levine, it's like the knee issues, right? Constant yeah. knee issues also. He's had two surgeries, I believe, on the same knee. You have that massive deal. Yep. Plus, there's like a 15% trade bonus if he does get traded. So I didn't even mention that. So that's you're adding, you're going to be at $50 million per year uh, if you're taking him on, which, which is just nuts. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that's we're talking about Bradley Beal money, you know, and obviously Bradley Beal is, you know, a megastar because he's making, oh, wait, no, he's not. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that's who I have at number three. Um, at number four, if we had done this uh, at the beginning of the season, this guy may have been number one, but he has really started to play pretty well for the number one. I think they're still number one in the West. Um, and oh, that's right. Rudy Gobert. Uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, I think our first one, Jared was kind of shocked when I brought him up because I was like, this guy has an awful contract. And to be quite frank, he really does. We're talking about a center who is now 31. Um, he has 41 million this season, 43.8 next season and a player option for 46.6 million. And we, there's no track record of seeing somebody at that size age gracefully. Um, if you guys can think of someone that I'm not thinking of, feel free to say them. Um, I like this Timberwolves team right now with what they're doing. I think Anthony Edwards is really taking it to another level. I think they're playing very well. Gobert is playing well. He is playing like a guy who is legitimate, you know, uh, uh, defensive stalwart. But I don't know how long he can do that for, given his age, given his size, all that kind of stuff. So I think you're looking at almost a dead contract in a couple of years with 47 million against somebody's gap. Uh, I have a hot take. I think there are two players on the Timberwolves with worse contracts. There's oh, one wow. who I have right behind him. There is. Uh, yeah, I was going to say there's another one that might be yeah. up there for debate. Might yeah. Be worse. I yeah, I, two guys. I have Gobert right ahead of uh, one of the other guys, and I'm wondering who the other one is because I do have someone pretty lower, pretty far down the list 
a third Timberwolf, but for I think right it was now, a recent, just two. It was a recent extension, I'm assuming, Jared, right? Yes. Possibly. I, I can't give up the names of right, my sources because right. uh, they're on my <laughs> my short list uh, right. to draft, but so yeah, I have I have uh, Zach Levine, Rudy Gobert, three and four. Okay. All right. Let me tell you guys about the highest paid player in the league come twenty twenty eight, and it's a man oh. who who is not currently the best player on his own team. Maybe not second or third best. He can't dribble. It's Jalen Brown. No, that was my pick. Damn it. Jalen Brown is estimated to be making mid to high 50s going forward. And then in the year 2028, Earth might be gone. $61 million. Again, I don't want to pay someone that much if you don't have an MVP or a ring. Usually those Mm -hmm. two things are conflated. And they're going to have to give this kind of deal to Tatum, which makes more sense. Yeah. Now, I understand that he was maybe the best Celtic on the finals team. They were two games away from winning the championship. But the team kind of pivoted in another direction of like, let's get Holiday and White and and Porzingis and and like, let's, you know, get the most stacked roster. And they're paying him the most money? It's it's that price of having of wanting to keep that young talent, and it's uh, a situation where teams are starting to overpay to give that max contract because other teams will threaten to give him. You I'm know, good. Yeah, I'm I good. mean, if I'm the Celtics, I'm letting him go because I think you know you can trade him, get some assets, and uh, be able to save that cap space. You can still get Porzingis, you can still get Drew Holiday, you can still do those things. Um, yeah, I had Jalen Brown at number six actually, so uh, right around this range. No, that's a good one. That was the one I was going to take. I I have I have another option here though. Another player who also extended this summer, uh much to the demise of Damian Lillard who got traded, you know, months later but still got his friend his contract. Still yep. got his friend his contract. This is Jeremy Grant, 5 years, 160 million dollars to least 33 years old. He also has a final year as a player option, which is like are executives just throwing these player options in as a gimme because yeah. it's just it's incredible to see so many players have late like mid 30s player options available to them uh player option worth of what what is it 36 million dollars uh for Jeremy so i just i don't know he's worth that type of player i mean he's listed as right now the 49th highest paid player in the league it's going to rise as that contract rises so Jeremy Grant tough yeah, I uh, I had him on my list as well. It, that was I remember when that extension happened. I kind of there was some rumors that hey maybe they're going to try to run it back with Damian. Maybe they're not going to trade him, um, but obviously they ended up trading him. Um, and now you could make the argument that Jeremy Grant is potentially the third best big man on that team when everybody's healthy. Um, and uh, but he's not the only overpaid guy on that team. We'll get to You're- get to that later. Dun dun dun! Yes, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Um the the other guy I have another player who was traded this summer. Uh, I had alluded to him when I mentioned the Bradley Beal swap. This is Jordan Poole, who doesn't even look like a mid level exception type of yep. player right now, and he's making three years, well, ninety million dollars for the next three years, which is just insane money 
for the type of productivity that he's putting out there. He he just sometimes he genuinely just does not look like an NBA player even. So yeah, it's 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 crazy that drop off he had because the the Warriors championship run he really looked like kind of that next generational uh, next generation piece for the Warriors. You know that was going to take over for Steph. That was going to take over for Clay, and uh, now he's just kind of middling his way through life in Washington D.C. As one does, yes. As one does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that fall is, I mean, uh, uh, conspiracy time. Do you think he lost his talent when he got punched in the face by Draymond Green? Maybe. Yeah. Just like, the, have you watched The Six Man where the ghost, you know, pops up? Have you guys watched that movie? Where No? Uh, the Wayne's brothers, one of his brothers dies, and then he takes over his body as a basketball player, and he becomes like an all-star. And so maybe... Draymond punched the ghost out of Jordan Poole, whatever ghost was in there. You know, you guys should watch that movie. It's a good movie. I mean, Chris Duhon replaced him now. Um, I mean, Chris Duhon's still alive and well, as far as I know. Uh, shout, <laughs> shout, shout out, Chris Duhon. Uh, all right. So, Jordan Poole, Jared, who you got next? Uh, I think the Carl Anthony Towns contract is way worse than the Rudy Gobert one. Um, because I'm a, I'm a defense first kind of guy. And I hate paying players who don't play. I know. I don't like paying players who don't play both ends of the court competently. And I know that his defense has been improved. People on Twitter have been telling me that ever since I was yelling about the Knicks to not trade for him. And they were like, no, his defense is better. And I'm like, I don't care. Um, He's another guy who's going to be making $60 million into the 2028 season, which we all might be dead by then. I just think that it's such an albatross to like make him a part of your team if you're going to trade for him or keep him, because like yeah. he's good. He, he he gives you great fantasy stats. There's no track record of of winning, and I just don't. It's just like a weird logjam right now. I know they're like really really good, the Timberwolves, but like I feel like in come playoff time, like I don't know. It just seems so awkward to just throw him out there. Um, you want him to be like your sort of stretch five Porzingis guy on like a really good defensive team. And I just don't know where he fits in at any, at, at anywhere. Like you'd have to put him on like a team like the Wizards or it's like there's like no one and just like kind of let him work. And again, it'll be a lot of empty stats. God, these numbers like paying a $50 million like in the next mm-hmm. few years is mind boggling. So that's I can't believe he fell this far. So I'm taking cap. Yeah, I actually had him right behind uh, Gobert, but I had to take Levine. I had to take Gobert, and no, I get it. Cat, not that long ago, I feel like he was one of those like focal. It, does, it feels like it wasn't that long ago. He was one of those guys we kind of saw as the next guy potentially, and it's just yeah. kind of not nearly what Jordan Poole fell off was, but uh, there's definitely been a decline since then. All right, so I've got two here. And one I think is pretty obvious. He would have gotten a lot sooner had there not been just two years left on his deal. But the fact he uh, doesn't even hardly play um, oh, I know. Me- means that Ben Simmons has to be on this list. Uh, and, you know, he's he's here at nine. Um, he makes 37.8 this year, and then he will make 40 million in his final year. Uh, the Nets probably in my mind will try to find a way to trade him with some picks to try to get something next year. Um, I can't imagine them just letting him walk away, you know, because someone out there wants a big expiring contract. Somebody's going to take him on. 
um, even if he doesn't, you know, play on the court for them at all. Yeah, I wonder if that makes it valuable, like the fact that they have a $40 million expiring next year. Not necessarily valuable, but just like you have a chunk of nothing here that you can send to someone, you know? I yeah, know. I mean, well, if 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 we're talking about potential trades and uh, this is a complete, again, I throw a lot of hypotheticals out here, but if the Blazers want to clear some cap space and they say, hey, you know what, we have Jeremy Grant and if you really want to take this guy on, you think he can help your team, we'll take Ben Simmons, but you have to throw us a, you know, a first round pick, a pick swap, whatever with it. And then they they lose forty million dollars. You know they have that space the the coming off season after that. Jared, you're shaking your head. I was going to take him as soon as he was available, <laughs> but there really is only so much time left of Ben Simmons being a professional basketball player, which he clearly doesn't want to do. Um, yeah, he's just like a weird chip. Like, um, who who's the guy we were talking about? JRK, who is like he had one great season of shooting. Davis Bertans, yeah, one great year of shooting. And this weird man from Europe has this large bag of money, and all he's doing is being moved around. Yeah. Like, can you tell me without 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 googling it? Can you tell me who Davis Bertans currently plays for? The Thunder. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. No, yeah. I looked that up earlier. I was like, I'm not sure where he is right now. <laughs> it's just the Freeport thing from Tenant. He's just artwork moving from airport to airport. <laughs> it's just like Shout out Chris a real person. It's not a real oh, job. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. Uh, no, that's that's fair. Uh, Davis Burton is on my list. He's not here, though. Um, so I have Ben Simmons. And this next one could be controversial, uh, may not be. I don't know what you guys are going to think. Uh, this guy has multiple rings. Um, he's never been an MVP, but he signed a new contract this past offseason and uh, has missed uh, about a month of time because he can't keep his attitude in check. Gotcha. Um, and uh, so I have Draymond Green here, who this past offseason signed a four-year, $100 million contract that includes a player option in 26-27 when he'll be 36 years old for $27.6 million. And he has a 15% trade bonus uh, contract note that I see here. Um, look, they want to keep the the core together in, in Golden State. I get that. Clay's in his final year. We're probably going to see some sort of extension with him, even though he has not been playing well at all. But I just feel like the fact that Draymond, if we go back to a previous player, may have ruined the future and replaced Chris Duhon, or uh, not Chris Duhon, uh, Jordan Poole's ghost with somebody else, maybe Chris Duhon, then you're already ruining one player. You're not able to stay on the court because of these uh, anger issues, because of the attitude. Yes, there is good defensive presence when he's there, but how long will that continue? You know, he's 33 now. He's going to be 36 by the time this contract's over. Maybe controversial, but I have Draymond Green here. I don't hate it. I think that's a good pick. And somehow I completely forgot about just because he's been so, I mean, all over the place with it. I forgot he even had a contract extension at that point. Um, yeah, it just makes sense because his defense has fallen off as well. Yeah. And his physicality, he's trying to overcompensate for it clearly with the punches and the arms and limbs falling all over the place. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Terrible contract. It's probably going to age horribly too. It's going to definitely age horribly. I think next year he might be up further on the list, even with a year less on the contract. Yeah. He was on my short list, but the way you were pitching him, it was like, guy who has multiple rings and no all-star appearances. And I was like, what? I didn't say he's no. Did I, no, did I say no? Did I say no? No, you said no MVPs. He no MVPs. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely been in the all-star game. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that like threw me off or whatever. Um, okay. 
let me go out on a limb. Okay. And pick yeah. a guy who is the NBA's Joker character, not nickname. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> the team gave him a player option, which seems like the most fiscally irresponsible thing to do. Getting paid 37 this year, 40 next year, and almost $43 million oh. in your 2026. Kyrie Irving, I'm going to take. Oh, yeah. Because you cannot trust this man. Fair. You cannot trust him. That's and I'm not quite fair. sure making him the second best player at this point in his career is going to work if your number one guy isn't like the greatest defender on the planet. It just, I just don't. I don't see Kyrie Irving's value being that much money. Like this is not Cleveland Kyrie. I, I, something about it, it just it just stinks to high heaven. Even though this year he's been relatively quiet, and the Mavericks are not horrible, I think they're pretty good. But like, I just don't know what team need like it, like like if they didn't get him before Dallas got him. And then he's stuck on Dallas. If you're stuck on Dallas, then you're not really going anywhere. So it's just this weird, like, yeah, it's just yeah. No, the point you bring up though about him being the second best player to a guy who doesn't play defense, I think, is huge because Dallas is really hurting on the defensive side, and it's because their two best players both suck at defense. Um, you know, you could say they're both like potentially generational offensive players, but defensively, there's not a lot there. So I mean that makes that makes a lot of sense to me. I had it much further down the list, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go off the board. I have some names here, but one just popped up as I'm I'm looking at the most paid players in the league one, and I think this is pretty good consideration considering the fact that he is getting paid seventy million dollars in the year 2028. Seventy million dollars in the year 2028 just outrageous levels of money like you said jared the earth may not exist at that point anthony davis is getting paid oh 70 wow million dollars and i i by the way i don't mean in the you know he's been good this year great defensive player plays well when he's healthy but the when he's healthy part is a huge discussion yeah and given that fact if you're, you know, kind of predicting towards 2027, 2028, it's tough to see that a guy with that much mileage on his body, that many injuries, can be paid $70 million. So, yes. Which will be Anthony more Davis. than Giannis in the same season. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. So, Anthony Davis. Oh, Man, I, 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 one, yeah. I, I completely, like, I don't know why I blanked on Anthony Davis as being one of those guys, but now that I'm looking at this contract, it's like, what the shit, man? It's a lot. Uh, this, oh my god, and he's going to be 34 when that player option hits, and he's already got those health issues. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, is it a player option too? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh he's definitely taking that. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, I would, that's a lot of money to not accept. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other one is kind of a, a low key kind of deal. It's not a star, but I do think it's a tough contract and one that the Hawks had to pay to give up and probably the Jazz will have to pay to give yep. up as well. And that is John Collins, who has three years left on his contract, $75 million. And once again, for some reason, a player option 
in his final year worth $27 million. Player options just being thrown out for no reason. That's, yeah, tough. But yes, John Collins, that's the choice. Is, is that is that like a thing that's like a requirement now is that if you're going to give a player a new contract, there has to be a player options. I feel like every single player, player who gets an extension. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that might be it. Yeah. But I feel like every single player who gets one uh, gets that um, player option thrown in there. You want the free agent, you you know, you you got to you got to give the the, yeah. the people what they want. You sweeten yeah. the pot, you sweeten the pot with the player option to make it. And sometimes you say lesser years for the player option kind of thing and You know what's funny with John Collins is that uh when Jared and I first started doing this podcast, he was still on his rookie deal. And when you look at from a fantasy salary cap perspective, John Collins was one of the top 5 players in fantasy at the time because you were paying him literally, I think it was like a million maybe. Like he had a very small uh, rookie contract and uh it, it was just such a good deal and now it's kind of flipped to where he's literally one of the worst uh, when it comes to those contracts in the league that's yeah that uh, i mean it's tough because he just isn't the same player he was when he was in his no. rookie year, or even that year with the hawks you know conference finals run yeah threes running duncan it was just hasn't been the same type of player since no not at all I've had to scratch off that name from my my list, which, by the way, my list still has like 15 guys on it. Like, how many more choices do we have? Uh, you and I both have two SS1 left. Right. Okay, so, but it's my turn now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'll rip the Band-Aid off and I'll, I'll talk about the elephant in the room. I typically rank these bad contracts in terms of being stuck with an old person years down the line making an egregious amount of money and the sort of like worse all of those things are the worse the contract to me is damian lillard has a player option in 26 27 for 63 million dollars and i'm not quite sure that's gonna be worth it it just doesn't seem like well, he's going to be like 38 or something, 37, 38, something along those lines, I think. Yeah, it just it's a comp, it's a bad combination of too much money, too old. You're going to get picked on defense uh yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. I'd like to see him win a ring. I just that deal's just real bad cuz the player option at the end. It's just real. That's a tough one to swallow. I mean, I had him on my list, but you took him, so thanks a lot for that. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because I think a lot of us kind of figured that a Dame Lillard Giannis one two punch. We throw in guys like Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez would really kind of take the league by storm this year. At least I did, and uh, it's been anything but that. Like they they looked rough. They looked rough last night. I don't think Dame played last night, but uh, but the Bucks got their asses handed to him by Utah. I believe that was a home game too. Um, they've they've just looked really rough all year, and a lot of that is Dame the defense, like yeah, just pylon levels of defense. Yeah, I mean, you you go from Drew Holiday, who's obviously not the same level of offensive player, but he plays pretty good defense, um, yeah. to a guy who doesn't really play. I mean, he's what he's Kyrie level of defense, which is not great. Um, yeah. It's it's rough. It's rough. Um, so I get two picks here. These are my last two picks. Um, I do want to make a couple of honorable mentions, guys, who, you know, they've been on these lists before, but because they're expiring deals, we kind of 
weren't able to include them this year. Um, so honorable mentions to uh, Tobias Harris, uh, to Kyle Lowry, yep. and to Gordon Hayward. Those three. Thank you. Thank you for all you've done for us. We wish you nothing but the best of luck uh, in your in your future endeavors. No, they, they, they were legends indeed. Yeah. Now, let's go back to the, uh, I almost said the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's not where I'm going. The Portland Trailblazers. Because they were involved in a trade this offseason that uh, nice. en- ended up uh, a four-teamer. Um, I believe, if I'm correct, uh, Yusuf Nurkic took this guy's role in Phoenix as a result of this trade. Took my next pick. Ah, well, too bad. Uh, it's uh, it's DeAndre Ayton, who uh, he's. It's a situation where you had a guy who was the first overall pick, kind of had to pay him to keep him in Phoenix. Um, if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Pacers gave him this contract, but the Suns matched it, um, right. and that's why they end up keeping him around. Uh, he's got 32 million this year, 34 million next year, 35 million the year after. He's averaging. 13 and 10. Um, and he's been dealing with knee injuries all year long. Uh, it's it's a sad story we've seen already in the past where a Portland center uh with very high hopes deals with uh knee issues and we'll see how long he's able to stick around. Hopefully longer than I mean, at this this point, I think it's longer than Greg Oden. But uh it's it's been tough. It's been rough, and uh I think he would have actually been better off having stayed in Phoenix personally. Um, Jared, you're shaking your head. He was the next pick. He's the most obvious. I don't even think there's really that many worse off contracts after you took him. Like, I'm sort of like figuring out, like, what the hell am I going to do? Because, like, that was another really obvious one. Yeah. He looks bad. Yeah. He looks rough. And uh, again, I think Jeremy Grant, you have Robert Williams there, who I think when he's healthy is the best of the three, um, the most consistent. Um, I don't know. It's it's not great, in my opinion. Um, the second one, and S, you may you may completely fight me on this one and be like, no, this guy's been awesome. But uh, he oh, is a he guy. Has been. He has been. I know You'll, who it is. Oh, do you know I who cons- it is? I considered. I know. I know for. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. But anyway, it's Jared's team that gave him this contract, and he recently yes. joined yours. Um, are we, are we sure that like the top three in that draft, Zion, John Morant, uh, RJ Barrett, are those three, like just three of the highest potential lowest payout guys that we've had in quite a while because John Morant can't stay out of trouble. And now he torn labrum, I believe, um, RJ Barrett has been nothing close to what I, and a lot of people expected and Zion we've already covered. So I have RJ Barrett as the next guy, uh, his contract. 23 million this year, 25 next year, 27 and 29. So definitely not the worst contract, but definitely like, is he worth that? I don't think so. Right. You know what? I didn't want to end this podcast on Canadian slander terms because I have (laughs) my final pick is another Canadian. So that's the final hint I'll give you on that. But yeah, RJ has been better. If we're basing it on four games, he is living up to his contract, but as uh, as Jared probably knows, four games is not a sample size enough to determine if RJ Barrett is good. So we'll see. We'll see what. No, happens. if you if you took a four game sample size, you would assume Jonathan Isaac is uh, never hurt. Um, right. But uh, as a Magic fan, I can attest to the fact he is constantly hurt. <laughs> um, hey, and there also, was a four game. There was a four game sample size. Jeremy Lin was the greatest player of all time. You're that's right. true. That's You're true. Right. 
Um, one more, I'm gonna mention Jonathan Isaac. We salute you for never playing. He, he's on my. He was on my short list of like, let's just throw him in for fun. Jonathan yeah, I, I know he was. I know he was. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I I have this this list of like ten dudes who are my honorable mention. So I'm gonna rattle through. Uh, a lot of money for Michael Porter Jr. A lot of years. Just, just wanted to just test the the audience and see if, eh, like thirty he, million. He was a consideration for me, but he also, you know, he wasn't a non-factor in winning a title for Denver. Um, so yeah. I, I think he's still overpaid, but I don't think he quite makes my like yeah. top twenty list. That's what I figured. Um, Jimmy Butler has always been a perennial dude on this list, but it feels like. After bringing his team to the finals, and yeah, I think if I, correct me if I'm wrong, last year this time he was number one. He was like up there top three or yeah. so, maybe number one because just wow. that extension and well, Who if you remember this time last year too, the the Heat were just kind of existing, uh, and then they they took wrong. off in the in the playoffs. Uh, there was a guy who I had mentioned about being on the Timberwolves with the worst contract, Jaden McDaniels. Does he deserve all that money? Because he kind of plays the same role as Anthony Edwards, and you have Anthony Edwards. So, like, why did he get a, a, an extension into like the twenty millions? Like that confused me. Um, put your eggs in the Jaden McDaniel's basket. Right. Uh, other players who have a lot of money or a lot of years that confuse me: uh, Rui Hachimura, Lou Dort, yep. Anthony Simons, Colin Sexton. But the guy who I sort of landed on being the one as my final pick is going to be Devin Vassell or Devin Vassell. Ooh, next year, really? 20, 29 million, 27 million, 27 million, and then it goes down to 24 million in 2027, 28. Right. God, numbers are hard on podcasts. Is he that good? Is he any can good? We, can, can I pause this real quick here? Is anybody outside of Victor Wembanyama on the Spurs like worth being paid right now? Because that team is one of the <laughs> like. Like he is fun to watch. Like he is such an anomaly. Seven four moves like a guard. It's awesome to watch. Outside of him, if he's not on the court, what is the point of watching the Spurs? Like yeah, to see terrible. Greg Popovich stand there. Yeah, they're terrible. I and will say v- Vassal's contract can either end up becoming an RJ Barrett, which you know is about the same in terms of distance and time and whatever, or it ends up being a really good contract in him he pans out it, it, it i don't know i'm kind of a vassal believer i'm not Shouldn't gonna lie to know you. by now whether he's good or not he's been hurt a lot is my is my thing that i throw out to to give excuse to him but we'll see we'll see like kelvin johnson's getting paid way less yeah i think they have kelvin johnson yeah yeah and, yeah and apparently they're trying to move him so i don't know who knows what the spurs are doing they've been good first overall pick and that's about it they're not <laughs> They're not please. playing a point guard. It makes no sense. Yeah, please get Wemby a point guard. Anybody. Any, anybody. We have Jeremy so- Sochan. Isn't he <laughs> playing point guard right now? You have Trey it, Jones. It's it's yeah. I know, but they're not playing him a point guard. You have Devontae Graham. Like I... Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have some honorable mentions to kind of list as well. Uh DeAndre Hunter. Three years, seventy-five million. Just not a good player, sadly. Uh, probably not. Uh, maybe a rotation player, but not a starter level player. Uh, Terry Rozier, two years, fifty million dollars. He's been pretty good. Not gonna lie, been pretty good. So I, I didn't want to include him in this list, especially because it's a shorter term contract. Harrison Barnes, 
Also, not a good basketball player anymore, but three years, $54 million. Got the extension this summer, which Speak, was really... Speaking of him confusing. real quick, uh, have you heard the rumors uh, him for Pascal that have been floating around? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't... Have, there's just no way the Raptors would even consider... I mean, maybe if there was other stuff attached to Harrison Barnes, you know, right. picks, something right, else right. along the lines. Sure, maybe. But, I, I mean, a swap... I just wouldn't understand that by any means, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, same. Oh, so, okay. My my final pick, and this is sadly, like I said, a Canadian. Um, and this is, it has to go to Andrew Wiggins, who also signed a contract. Oh, yeah. Four years, $100 million. Final year is a player option worth $30 million. He just hasn't looked the same this year. If he ends up getting back to the point he was where it was like, you know, he ended up being making an all-star team, whether deserved or not, but was a huge part of their championship and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. If he gets to that point, okay, sounds good. It, I don't know if he will is the question I have, and so that's why he makes it on this list. Yeah, I mean, he, let's be honest. On the Warriors outside of Steph right now, everybody looks pretty rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, was it last year he took like two months off, and we're still not quite sure what, what happened with that. Um, yeah, but back when they were winning a title just a couple of years ago, he was all defense, just like as good as Draymond at his peak and, and playing defense and could put points in. It's yeah, it's been a it's been a quick little slide for him as well. Um couple of guys that I do have on my list that were not mentioned. Um I get that you brought him in to Houston to be a big time. Uh, kind of star there with a lot of younger guys. I think Fred Van Fleet is massively overpaid there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Dylan Brooks, anywhere he goes is overpaid. I also included him. And then uh, my last two that I have on my list were Davis Bertans because we didn't even know where, where he was playing. Um, and the one that I kind of went back and forth on on my list, on eh, he's on the list, he's off the list, he's on the list, Duncan Robinson. Um, there, there's been stretches where we forget that he exists, and then all of a sudden he'll have like one great game. It's like, oh, Duncan Robinson's being making you know 17 million a year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I have just a few more, uh, including a spicy one. Uh, I found out the Rockets are paying Jock Landell like eight million bucks for several more seasons, and I was like, who is Jock Landell? Is that a made up name? That an AI made up. Uh, Kevin Herter got benched recently. He's getting paid quite a bit of money. Uh, Denny Abbia, uh got an extension, and I'm not quite sure he's like good. And finally, I'm going to name a Raptor. A Raptor who's making the same amount of money every year, year in and year out, until 2027. And he's got another player option, and I'm not quite sure you need him. Jakob Pertl. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be paying him twenty million bucks from now until twenty twenty seven? Just like ideally, ideally they renew? didn't even trade him. Is trade for him is my thing. I mean, when you consider that they gave up a top six protected first round pick for Jakob Pertl, um, that contract becomes even harder to deal with because the opportunity cost of adding a younger player and all that. that <sighs> Depression sets in. Yes, you're right. If it makes you guys feel any better, there was a point when my favorite team paid Bismack Biombo three years and seventy-two million dollars, and hey, I, that was, I'm still still reeling from that. 
Now, that stupid little, like, what, five-game stretch with the Raptors netted him You're $72 welcome. million. Kyle Lowry still, got him paid. Kyle still Lowry mad about that. Still <laughs> mad about that. Hey, don't worry. You'll get through it like I got through Evan Fournier, okay? Just right. We'll get through this thing. See, and so... now Evan Fournier is a nice little, you know, you get to trade him for a backup point guard with the first There you go. Yeah. You, can trade him, you can trade him for Devin Vassell. Is that math work? I don't know. No. No. No, no not at all. Vassell's going to be paid more. No. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Um, all right. So I think we went through some really shitty contracts. Damn. Some guys I kind of even forgot about. Yeah. Um, S, thank you for coming on. Uh, where can where can we find you on Twitter, uh, podcasts, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, on Twitter, at Just S. Uh, you know, all that stuff will be on there as well. Appreciate you guys having me on. Check out SDPN's YouTube channel. Do a lot of Raptor stuff on there, but NBA stuff as well. Thank you guys for having me on, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank and, you uh, so much. Jared, quick congratulations. Michigan won last night. Yay. Go Show blue. the shirt. Show the shirt. Show the shirt. Hell Bust yeah. the nut. <laughs> and then beat Ohio State. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Jared Russo. I'm on Blue Sky as well. Um, and go to Sports Ethos uh, for all of your fantasy needs. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jared Ross King. And one day I'll update my Blue Sky because I have an account but haven't done a damn thing with it. Uh, thank you everyone I, for wait, listening. Wait, can, oh, I, what? can I ask? Can I ask a fantasy yeah, go. question? Can I ask for some fantasy advice right now? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So I just traded. I have a keeper league, okay, and we can only keep three players. One of them has to be a young guy within three years of their career. I just traded. Um, Laurie Markinen and Franz Wagner. I couldn't keep those guys. They just it, it was it wasn't possible to keep those guys. I took in Alperin Shangun and Austin Reeves. Alperin Shangun, obviously more. Don't worry about Austin Reeves. Just like I'm not a good team this year. I'm just worrying about next year. Get Shangun as a keeper. I have Jason Tatum, so it'd be Tatum, Shangun, J Dub. What else should I do? Do you guys think I should trade Tatum? Try to explore getting a better player. Let me know, please. It is stressing me every day. I would consider if you if you know you're out of it and you're not going to compete, I would consider trading Tatum. But here's the one thing. Here's the one thing. And this is something that I realized the other day while I was looking up some stuff for these contracts. How old do you think Jason Tatum is? 25, I think. 26? 25. I feel like he's been around much longer than that. I feel like he should be closing in on 30 with how long right. he's been around. Yeah. Um, so Abby, that's tough. It depends on if you think you can compete next year or if you think you're kind of out for a couple of years if you're like the Tennessee Titans just letting everything go. Right. Is this a, a points or categories league? Nine cat. Okay. I think he's a he's more or less valuable depending on, on points versus nine cat. Right. Um it just seems like there's like a weird ceiling where like everyone's expecting him to break through. And he's, and he's just what he is. And right. he's never yeah. going to break through. So if you can get something decent for him, like, go for it. Um, I also don't know how, like, position-wise, ha- like, it seems like having a small forward is very valuable if, like, you're in a league that has weird constraints around, like, positions. Right. Because, um, like, it, it seems like guards and, and centers, there's, there's, like, too many of them. But, like, that, that like, small forward slot, you're just like, oh, I just want a good one just to shove in there. And right. Tatum is like the first one off the board for small forward. So I guess it just depends on the return. I'm okay getting rid of him if if the price is right. 
Okay, I'll keep that in mind because I'm I'm trying to go for higher if I'm trading Tatum, right? Package him with some other stuff, go get another player that might be able to break through that ceiling. Sorry, I just needed to ask since you guys No, you're it. good. You're good. And and now I'm thinking about everything I do with Jason Tatum and fantasy. <laughs> All right, I'll deal with that in my own time. Uh thank you, S, for coming on. Thank you, Jared, for you know, following your obligation to be here. Uh and uh till next time. We're out.